0: up everybody welcome back to hindsightless the no longer sporadic podcast where i talk about life role-playing games or whatever else might be running around inside of my skull mostly role-playing games i promise so in just about an hour we're gonna be heading into the finale of book four i'm pretty positive i'm pretty sure we're on the last map and I am nervous. I am excited. I don't know if any of us are going to make it out of this. The last time we fought a spellcaster, our group ended up getting the shit kicked out of us. We ended up winning, but a couple people died, and there was a lot of GM fiat of bringing us back to life, which was super kind of her and awesome. But yeah, this time... I don't know. I don't know. This Machmurian, the main bad guy, we've heard is a pretty powerful wizard, uh, spellcaster of some sort. And yeah. And it's a big map. There's gonna be stuff between him and us. So getting there might even be a problem. But whew, it's 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 gonna be awesome. I I can't wait to get to get into it, see. See if Puck can survive. (laughs) It's going to be touch and go. Because we as a group are not really built for spellcasters. I I mean, Puck's saving throws are okay. But some of the other folks in the group don't have great saves. Plus their ACs, their armor class isn't that great. And so, yeah, it's, it's... it's gonna be nasty because it's that death spiral thing. If one goes down, de- <clears throat> excuse me, if one goes down or is out of the fight, everything else gets that much harder for the remaining folks, which makes it that much easier to die. So I wanted to put this out there before, before the game, uh, just to just to get it on record that I'm nervous, I'm excited. If we all die, we all die. That's fine. Uh, I already know what I'm playing next. I'm going to play a sorcerer, and I'm just going to fucking destroy everything. Because that's another problem our group still has, is damage output. At this level, you know, without any arcane, like, full dedicated arcane spellcasters, we don't have... Any like big damage spells. No one has fireball. No one has lightning bolts. The cleric can cast flame strike. But you know a fireball is better. (laughs) So we yeah we just got no big damage dealers. I mean Puck can consistently do you know between 15 and 20 points a hit. And he can usually get three or four hits Around well, two or three hits around, I should say. So, yeah, he can put out a little bit of damage. Uh, the bard can put out some damage with his short sword and some of his spells. The rogue, if the rogue gets their sneak attack off, <clears throat> but sometimes the rogue, you know, if when the rogue gets into sneak attack, his AC is so low, he just gets crushed. So, it's it's hard, it's hard, man. <laughs> it's gonna be a tough slog, and I'm ready for it. I'm feeling good. Um ready to die like notorious big, man. It's a great album. Anyway, folks, I will pick this up. Um, you know, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow morning and let you know how it goes. We did it. Woo! It was a hell of a fight just getting to Mock was a mission but we did it. We played pretty well as a team. Uh everyone you know did their part. We got lucky at times. And so, yeah, major spoilers as always for Rise of the Rune Lords, but okay, so the first room we come across, there's this big cauldron glowing with this red evil energy and there's this crazy stone what turned out to be a stone golem guarding it, and the only way through to Machbarian was through this room. So, Puck and the rogue, the sneakiest of the crew, snuck into the room and got in pretty good position. Then the other two, the bard and the cleric, came through, and the fight ensued. And so we start the fight, and it's hard because Stone Golems have damage reduction. So every time we hit him, he's taking 10 less damage. And yeah, that fight was pretty brutal. He hit really hard, uh, but we got lucky. Um, yeah, so we we ended up getting through that. We got lucky because the our Dungeon Master forgot that... Uh, golems are immune to most forms of magic and the bard hucked a, he has a necklace of fireballs. So he hucked a necklace, one of the beads of the fireballs at this thing, did a bunch of damage and that damage shouldn't have counted. And I, I knew it. It's one of those times when I get really conflicted. Like I knew, I knew that shouldn't have happened, but I didn't say anything because I don't like always being that guy, you know. I don't like always being the person. Well, actually, um, and I I generally really good at it. When, you know, when one of our players makes a mistake like that will be bad for us, I'll mention it. Or if the DM makes a mistake and they could do something better, I'll mention it. But I don't like doing it all the time. And I'm trying to be helpful, but I don't want to be overbearing. And plus, you know, to be perfectly frank, I knew how hard everything else was going to be. I just had a feeling. So I didn't say anything about it. Whatever. (laughs) Is that cheating? I don't know. If you... I don't know. If it is, then I cheated, I guess. But so... Go into the next room. There is an undead headless ogre that we start fighting. It then summons a bunch of frozen hill giants to help it fight. That fight was brutal. Uh, Puck was getting beat on by these hill giants, but he was dodging most of their big heavy fists. He was just jumping around all over the place, running between their legs and shit. Uh, Puck is hard to kill, man. He is dope. And so we end up finally killing the the headless giant ogre and destroying the frozen hill giants so we've gotten beat up pretty bad we start heading up to the next room we can see you know when you're on roll 20 even though the map is blacked out except for the parts you're in you can get a sense for how big the map is uh and we could tell we're getting near the end and so we come up into this hallway, and at the end of the hallway, there are these big uh, mirrored metal doors with all these old Thessalonian runes talking about how this is a place of sanctuary and stuff. And our rogue can read old Thassilonian, so he read it. He got, <laughs> by reading it, he got cursed uh, with a spell of calm emotions so, basically, it it just made his character super high. Like It's like he just smoked a bunch of weed. It was like, oh, hey, man. And you can't attack unless you're attacked. But it also gives a bunch of bonuses against any fear effects or anything. So, we're like, ah, fuck it. Let's go. Um, and he went up to the door to start checking it for traps. And we probably should have been more cautious. <laughs> but as soon as he started fucking with the door... This being comes out of the mirror made of basically like solid light and lets off this blinding blast of light that Puck failed his saving throw, blinded. Uh, The Cleric failed his saving throw, blinded. The Bards failed his saving throw, blinded. I think I guess uh the rogue made his. I don't really remember things were very hectic, so now we're having a fight this thing when you're blind in Pathfinder, it's a fifty if you know where the creature is, which I did because I had seen exactly where it was before I got blinded, you still have a fifty percent mischance every time and from a defensive point of view you lose your dex bonus to armor class which is all of puck's armor class (laughs) so puck was in really bad shape this thing could hit hard it could shoot out bolts of fire so it's blasting uh the bard who's staying at range it's blasting him with fire bolts it's slashing us with its fiery claws and when it hits us Not only does it cut you, it also sets you on fire. So now we're taking fire damage when it's not even hitting us. The bard comes running in, blasts his uh, thunderous drums or whatever this spell is called. It's an area effect spell. You know, he he kind of forgot that the rogue was right there in the range of this area effect spell. Boom! Destroys the rogue. But... You know, at this point with the rogue, it's like, who cares if he dies? Because we just know he's going to come back. She, you know, he's got this thing where whenever he dies, he gets reincarnated. So now, but the sucky thing is now we have to fight this thing with just three of us instead of all four of us. But anyway, that fight goes for a while and it's hard and Puck gets worked. He gets way, way down down to seven hit points at one time towards the end of the fight puck had seven of 84 hit points he had seven this thing was hitting reliably plus he kept burning them uh but right th- that's when we finally ended up defeating this creature because puck kept missing because he had that 50% miss chance it was ooh, it was a tough intense frustrating awesome fight but we got through it the rogue was dead. Um, uh, and so we're all just kind of standing around. What's he going to come back as? And we joke about it all the time because Bugbear is on the list. We're like, oh, it's going to be a Bugbear this time. Going to be a Bugbear. He rolls a fucking one on a D100 and it's Bugbear, dude. So now our rogue is a Bugbear and that's awesome. <laughs> so now we got a Bugbear rogue, a halfling monk, uh, a human bard and a dwarf cleric. So we're good to go. We sneak. So we can't figure out these big metal doors. Can't get in there. Nothing we have will activate this key. So we're like, shit, where do we go? So there was one area we hadn't checked out. The bard cast invisibility sphere on us. So we're all invisible now. And we sneak into this one chamber. And there are these three big hounds. And we do a knowledge check. And they are Hounds of Tendalos. And if any of you have played Call of Cthulhu or read Lovecraft and his ilk, you know Hounds of Tendalos are not to be fucked with. In those settings, they are nigh invulnerable. They're not even nigh invulnerable. They are invulnerable. They are the guardians of time, basically. If you travel through time or go into weird dimensions... They hunt you down and kill you, and there's nothing you can do about it. You can try and be in a room with no angles, try and plaster up the walls so there are no angles. But yeah, so luckily, we snuck past those hounds because we were invisible and very sneaky. And that's when we came into the room with Machmirian. And he had the room dialed for us. He had a fog cloud on most of the room. So we can't see. But turns out he has these magic goggles. That let him see through fog. So he can see us just fine. We can't see him. Uh, And then as we get closer. He casts solid fog. So now. Not only can we not see. It cuts our movement speed in half. It gives us a penalty to attack and damage. And... It was on from there. We just started going at it with Murian. He's casting spells. At one point, like partially towards the middle of the fight, uh, it's Machmurian's turn. We're we're me and the rogue are flanking this big giant, so the rogue can get a sneak attack off. But we're still missing because now we have a twenty percent miss chance because of the fog. So that's a pain in the ass. But anyway, so he goes, he wants to cast a spell. He casts, he has to make a concentration check in order to do it. Or else we'll get an attack of opportunity. So he makes the right check, casts the spell, targets the bard, hits the bard. And now the bard has to make a fortitude save. And we're like, what did he cast? What did he cast? And she goes, he casts Disintegrate. (laughs) we were like, holy shit. So the bard needs to make a fortitude saving throw. His fort save is like a plus five or something, right? And I think the DC for this spell, what he needed to beat was like a 22 or a 23. He needed like a 17 or an 18 to pass. He rolls a motherfucking 19. Woo! So instead of taking whatever like 14 d6 damage he only takes 5 d6 damage and that's when the fight really turned because that would have killed him if it takes you to zero or fewer you're insta dead no resurrection no nothing you're a small pile of very fine ash toast and then that that would have been bad news bears but from then on when he got that 19 We all got inspired. The wind got put back in our sails. And we just really concentrating on beating Mokmurian until he was dead, dead, dead. And it was fucking epic. He had cast a spell before we got in. Mokmurian had. So he also had damage reduction. So he's taking 10 less points of damage every hit. So, you know, I'm hitting him for like 18 damage and he's only taken 8. And then 20% of the times I hit him, I'm missing him. Uh, and that's on top of just regularly missing him because he had all the buffs on roll twenty. They have little uh, little symbols you can put on a token if they're you know if you have a buff or some a spell on him. And when we first saw Machmiran, his whole like the whole top of his token was just lined with symbols, and we're like, oh my god. <laughs> so his AC was through the roof. He had damage reduction. He had six level spells it was it was fucking gnarly it took forever and then towards the end there was a notice on roll 20 that said at 9 30 roll 20 is shutting off audio and visual because we're doing maintenance and we're like oh my god and right then it was like 907 and we're like three quarters the way through this fight so then it just went into factory mode like everyone. I was like, okay, what are you doing on your next shirt? Like, go, 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 go. I want to finish this. So we finished the fight before roll 20 shut down. It was awesome. It was epic. We got to finish, uh, checking out. There's like a couple more rooms. We'll probably have to kill those hounds, but we're basically done with book four heading into book five and shit just keeps getting gnarlier. It really has been though. The last four or five sessions in a row have just been Awesome. Like so much fun. The group is starting to gel really well, play well together, really get into it. The story is ramping up and getting more and more intense. There are no more easy fights. Every fight now is life or death. Super intense. Totally awesome. Um Yeah, it's it, it's just been this is an amazing adventure path. And I I can't wait. I can't wait to finish it. I can't wait to get into book five, finish book five, finish book six, and be done with it. That's going to be amazing. So that's it, folks. That's the wrap-up. We survived. Puck lives another day. Uh, He is is Steven Seagal. He is hard to kill. He is out for justice. He is above the law. Um, Yeah, man. It's dope. Puck. I love Puck playing a halfling monk the underfoot adept is a brilliant class archetype if you ever play pathfinder and want to play something really really fun check out the underfoot adept they it's a hoot it is so i oh, just tripping shit that's way bigger kicking it in the face running up on their bodies like woo i love it i love it i love it anyway y'all that's it for me i love you be good to each other, be good to yourselves, stay safe, stay healthy. Happy almost Thanksgiving, depending on where you live in the world. And yeah, I will talk to you probably next week.